0: The Dot Connectors, brought to you by Omnia Global. Welcome back everybody for another episode. And this one is our last one for 2021, but don't worry, we'll be back with lots more in 2022, but it's a good one. I always say they're all good, but this one is with a really inspirational individual, Karsten Senov. He is a member of the Omnia Global team. He's also a working board member of one of Omnia's portfolio companies. But what an enriching life he has had, from being a high flyer in the corporate world, transforming businesses, breaking into new global markets, through to being an entrepreneur himself. He has seen the ups, he's seen the downs. He has launched a globally renowned training business with his late dear wife Annie, as well as becoming an author, a published author of many books. And as if that wasn't all enough, he's also a keen sportsman and he's a bit of an adventurer, actually. So please sit back, listen, and enjoy, and we will see you in 2022. Well, Carsten, hi, how are you today?
1: I am great.
0: Good, I like it. And are you getting ready for for Christmas your end where, actually where are you based in the world right now?
1: I'm based um, just uh, south of Copenhagen and I'm at home right now. I'm sitting here looking over the sea oh. I'm right at the waterfront. It's really beautiful day today even though it's cold. yeah but, uh, the weather is fantastic.
0: Oh, you're lucky. I'm sitting here in a tiny little office looking at a wall at the moment with then a frosted out <laughs> window. So uh you've you've just ruined Come my join day. me. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I would. It's I think I can take the cold weather when there's a good view. Um, you're very, very lucky. Well, look, I'm super excited to talk to you today. Um, obviously I've had the luxury of getting to know you a bit beforehand, and I really want to look mm-hmm. at you, not just in the capacity of your role with Omnia, but also you as an individual, as a human being, so that people hopefully understand um, just how much of a great person you are. Uh, I might be biased, oh. but I think people will hopefully feel the same. So look, let's let's talk about the work stuff first, um, which is equally exciting. Tell me about your role with Omnia Global, and, and what what does a typical day look like for you at the moment?
1: Well, first of all, thank you very much. So a really kind words. <laughs> Let's see what people think when they listen to it. Um, what I do with um, my 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 daily work is basically um, I help Vintom and companies like Vintom to um, go to market, um, make strategy, um, be concrete on it. So what to do next, what to do in six months, what to do in 12 months. And um, so I spent um, a couple of days a week. I fly to Stavanger um, where Ventum is based. And then I do the usual thing like you do, you know, the online thing. (laughs) We're all on Zoom or Teams or whatever. I'm having online meetings quite a lot. Um, So that's, um, yeah, well, that's it. And then um, I go with them to conferences. Um, I've been on board for about five months. Just at a very exciting conference Thursday, Friday last week. And before that, I was in London negotiating a big deal. And then before that, uh, in Dubai, launching the wind turbine in in um, October. So, yeah.
0: Brilliant. Super exciting. and Travelling t- quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Which is exciting, particularly in this sort of period where we've been, all been locked down uh, with, with yeah. COVID. And it's obviously how, how you best meet people. Sure. And And I wanted to move on now to your background, because, again, having had that preview, you know, you've seen the ups and you've seen the downs, which I think further kind of embeds mm-hmm. you in the, in the ventum role because you can't have just had mm. lots of success and luck in your life. You have to have also seen the other side to then help them, I guess.
1: No, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I started in sales, which is a really good background, I mm. think. So um, I have a degree in some business and some computer science, and then I went into sales with IBM up there for four and a half years. Really, really good place to be at that point in time. It's uh, a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, moved on to, um, I was hit uh, on to Gartner. Um, Gartner was predicting the technology and um, where it's going. I um, was with Gartner Scandinavia for three years and then I moved to Australia with Gartner Group. And I worked, um, I was in Australia for four and a half years and I um, went from sales to product development to running um, the measurement operation for Asia-Pacific and building the processing center there. So I was running all of Asia-Pacific and Japan for the Garden measurement operation. There was one processing center in the States and one in Europe, and then I had to build one for Asia-Pacific. That was really fun. Uh, not the time zones, because when you meet with uh, the U.S. and the... Uh, UK, then it's sort of like I always lost. It was like 2.30 in the morning <laughs> oh, nice. for the weekly course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But all good fun, strong, strong growth, lots of fun, um, just going fast, 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 expanding, expanding, lots of challenges, which there always are. Then um, um stopped working there, moved back to Denmark, um, and joined Gemini, a mm-hmm. French um, consulting company and technology company, and it's about, um, at that point in time, the fifth biggest one in the world. And, um, yeah, I had to make the e-business strategy. And um, then I was became responsible for transforming the company to an e-business company. It was really wow. a, an old-fashioned company, Cobalt, Fortran, Waterfall Method. And then we moved into Java, WebSphere, the skills um, um, development for a lot of people, um, get the message out to the market that we actually could do this. And so I was a lot in the papers and doing a lot of speeches on e-business and basically turned the company around in 18 months. And then I became responsible for the consulting division and then for the system integration and systems development division, the biggest one, and then became number two in the Nordic. And then and then I was deputy CEO and vice president for Capgemini in Denmark and running the company. So then I decided to make a big change. Um, Something happened in my private life. I was divorced and I got married and things look very different. We can talk a bit about that a bit later. So I actually left uh, uh, Capgemini and um, started building uh, my own company with my wife. And um, we built a publishing, a training and company. And at the same time I did um, turnarounds, transformation, consulting jobs. And as part of that, I was uh, sourced to um, the Danish State Fund, uh, Venture Fund, and they asked me to be executive in resident on a project that should be like reaching 50 millions in five years without from scratch. Wow. So so there it was really interesting um, until <laughs> – that, and this is what happens, right? And then suddenly Google went into the field with 100 million – uh, dollars, and Nokia went in with 100 million euros. And then I said to a Danish state fund, you know what, guys, suddenly we're very, very small here. They will surpass us really fast. So we stopped the project. And that's what happens sometimes, right? And it's mm. just what happens with small companies. At the same time, I was expanding our own companies and taking them abroad, going from market to market, getting more and more partners on board. And then another interesting project came, which was a spin off from MIT in the U.S. And they asked me to become um, responsible for EMEA. And uh, that was really interesting because that was actually in the energy efficiency uh, space. They were they were going to be the Google thermographic street view, driving down the street with lots of cameras on at night and taking thermographic pictures and stitching them all together to create a 3D of the house where you could see all the energy leaks of the house. And this was um, uh, the professor at MIT that had uh, pulled all the departments together to create this. And then it was spun off as a company. And then I was approached for um, EMEA to help them out. So really interesting. Like the, um, the, uh, the state growth fund project, this actually didn't go well. Mm. Um, it ended up like it's good to do in, in cities where there were lots of space, but if you going to Copenhagen and try to run there, I, I mean, the, the streets are really small. Mm-hmm. And if you have to shoot up, then the angles get so small, it was hard to. So it was good in some areas, especially in the U.S. where there's lots of space, mm-hmm. uh, but not in all of the markets. But um, it was interesting. Then I kept uh, growing the company, my own company, and doing some other turnarounds. Um, uh, and then suddenly this uh, consulting assignment was offered to me. A guy that I'd met a long time ago, he called me and said, like, Carsten, come for a cup of coffee. You're doing some interesting stuff. You're publishing books, and, and then you go into this market and this market, and you do training, and then you do consulting, and we need to talk. <laughs> so I came for a cup of coffee, and it ended up with him saying, this is really interesting. Can you come for a meeting on Monday? And then I was at this meeting, and it's like from 10 to 12, and then I was about to go, and then another person in the meeting said, why don't you come for lunch with us? And like, yeah. <laughs> and then she said, and then stay for the next meeting. Why don't we take him to the next meeting, B-1? And he went like, yeah, can you do? he was like, uh, yeah. And then it was like one to two. He said, can you stay to the next two to three, four to five? And I was like, can you come tomorrow at nine? <laughs> and then went Tuesday. And then can you come tomorrow at nine? Yeah. And then Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday afternoon, <laughs> we sat down. He said like, we'd Better make some sort of agreement. Yep. We spent 40 hours here,
0: absolutely. Yep. Gosh, I mean, it's testament and to it's... you, though, isn't it? That they just met you and was was impressed by you and thought, Great, let's <laughs> have you here. Let's have you. I mean, I hope you didn't have any plans, Carstens. Clearly, you didn't have any time. No, I had
1: to move around with something, but it, it, it was fine because I actually liked it a lot. And he was a really good guy, and so was she. And we ended up being a really good team. That's one of the things that I value. And actually, demand is that we have the same values. Mm. If we don't have the same values, I don't believe in it, so I don't. I don't say yes to the task. Yeah, I've tried it, where I said no. We're not. We're not right for each other. Mm. There's lots of other people out there. Take them, but not me. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we made the deal, and I was consulting, helping him out as a consultant. And then after six months, he said, "I, I, I need you full time here." Like, oh, can we do an interim for a year? And you're like, okay. Then you're my co-pilot, and uh, you get this title, director of operations and execution for business In- for business international region. Long title. I was like, I don't care about titles. So I was like, okay. Um, so you'll help me transform these fifteen markets. We are like forty-six um, percent of the revenue, but we'll be sixty percent of the profit for the group. And the revenue was one hundred and sixty million euros. So it was a pretty big role, right? And fifteen markets. So I was like. Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic job. Yes. And we'll fly all over Europe and fix all the countries and market and do all these things. And we're both um, uh, go get, let's mm-hmm. let's fix this list. And I'm very good at um, when we make the plans, then what is the next step? How do we actually implement it? What is the action that we need to take to make this happen? That's one of the strengths besides the strategy is like execution which is why there was execution in my title. <laughs> mm. So so I was there for um, um, the interim period. And then they came and said, Carsten, uh, we're going public, blah, blah, blah. Let's get you on board full time. It was like, eh, okay. Mm. So I said, yes. And then two years later, the company was sold off. And uh, yeah, we all um, had to find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that was in January this year, February this year. Wonderful. Which I'd known for eight months, so that was fine. I was really relieved. And that's when I actually spoke to Daniel. Well, then I had to catch up on a lot of, in the other companies, and then I spoke to Daniel, and he went like, so are you available now, Carsten? like, yeah, so can you help Omnia? And I go like, yeah, sure. You're with what? Well, I have this project, da 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 da, da. And then I have another project, I go like, Okay, I can help you.
0: And the rest is
1: history. uh, So the rest is history. So it's sort of the um, um, knowing the the Asia-Pacific region, knowing the Mm. European region, EMEA, and then I've worked for American companies and traveled all over the States. I have family there. And so I feel that I have a good global insight Mm. and that's what I can bring to the table also. How do we go to market? What should we do? How should we do it? Well, and if you haven't tried it before, then you lack those that knowledge.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting, you know. There's lots of people, and I'm sure you've met lots of them that are sat in a particular location with a global role but really how much knowledge expertise how often do they get out of wherever they're based to actually travel to those regions because you know i don't care what anybody says zoom's wonderful it's absolutely served a purpose but that traveling meeting people going out in the evening for some supper it it all helps you to to build those relationships but also to be really mindful of the cultural nuances and differences and actually how do you not just you know make a connection but actually conduct business and then go on a transformational journey and take something from this to something much much bigger um you've got to be there in person and, and, and you know from what it sounds like you've, yeah. you've really you know whether it's strategy through to product development through to transformation through to moving into new markets i mean carsten if we were if i was to say, if i was to say let's write an autobiography for you today i think it would be very very heavy it would definitely be a coffee table book with a hard cover because you've achieved <laughs> so much and i've not even got to the bit that for 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 me personally is a wonderful segue and and, and shows you yeah. um as a person and you briefly touched on it um around the training uh company you set up with your your dear wife and also then um the various books tell me just a little bit more about Senov Partners yeah. which is your franchise based training business and and that experience mm. of working with with your wife
1: <laughs> yeah well besides having run these um, larger regions um, i'm as i said i'm I'm used to being hands on so um first we started with um My wife had written some books at that point in time when we decided to do this company. And then I negotiated the rights back for the books. And then we started publishing books ourselves. And I was like, I don't know anything about publishing. But that's typical me. I didn't know much about e-business. I did. I didn't know much about continuous improvement programs. But f- quickly enough, I became the expert mm. in Asia-Pacific, in in, um, in Denmark, on e-business. And so I've done it before in, on the um, uh, executive in residence project there. They were like, but you don't know anything about the energy sector. And after four months, they were like, Jesus, I mean, you're you know, you're like a sponge, just sucking mm-hmm. information and analyzing and putting into <laughs> it into a system. And I've always had the task where, I don't know, but it's always been like, this is a hard one. Give it to Carsten. <laughs> so I've always had like multiple jobs at the same time. So I think I've, that's why I've built up so much experience. Mm-hmm. And there has been a price to it. I mean, it doesn't come easy, but um, but I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like working. Um, so, so what we did here was I, um, ended up, um, I took a training course on how to publish books and right? I was calling around and everybody said, you need one week for this, one week for this, and then one week for this. I was like, no, 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 I need one day. I need one day. So I called around finally I found a person that was stupid enough to say, yeah, I'll see you in one day. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> So I got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, drove to Jotland, and we were there all day long and then drove home at night and was home at 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, whoa, my head is full. The next day I started um, um, creating the first book, setting it up, making it ready. And then I just, I told him that I need to be able to call you the next month. <laughs> and then I called him and then finally I found out how to do it and then that was just the standard way. And then I set up the books and then I found out that you could actually do print on demand that you could upload it certain places, and then they will print one book at a time. So you didn't need to. In, initially, you needed to start publishing one thousand books, two thousand books, five hundred books, whatever it cost, whatever you wanted to produce. But when I found out that the, all the English books I could do print on demand, mm-hmm. so every time you order one of my books on Amazon, it's published and it's printed and sent to you the next day.
0: Wow. It's great. Yeah, it's
1: pretty amazing. Yeah, and that's the way it's going. So, anyway, so um, I started uh, publishing all these books, and then I uh, taught my wife how to do it, and she was really fast learner. Then I was like, "So she became the expert on that," and I was like, "Hand it off, great." Then I don't need to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And she wrote lots of books. I mean, she wrote more than thirty books. Can you imagine? Gosh,
0: that's incredible. Yeah.
1: In And when I met her, I think she's written like five books. So I think she wrote like 25 books in 16 years or something. It was like two books a year. I was just... I mean, it took me 18 months to write. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, I mean, I'm lucky. I mean, I do have a child, but to read a book a year, which is shameful given I'm talking to an author here, um, but to write, you know, the hat level, it's just yeah. incredible, isn't it? And it's it takes a special kind it of is. person to be able to take what is a mixture of, you know, facts, but also what's in their heart, what's in their head, and and bring yeah. that out into something that, you know the yep. likes of me, bluntly, as as somebody who's completely ignorant in in all of these areas that you wrote about, to go, I get it, and I'm going to buy into it, and that's a real. You know, people think you can just put some words on paper, but it's not. You're you're teaching the uneducated, if you like, with any books on on particular theories or approaches. And, and may I ask, what what was the sort of the the, the themes, the topics that the books and the courses <laughs> centred around?
1: Oh, that's where it became a little tricky with all my business background. Because mm-hmm. people were looking at me and going like, what is this, Karsten? Because my wife was, um, she was very spiritual. Mm-hmm. She was a s- strong clairvoyant. Um, never met anybody like her, obviously. So, and, and I'll, I'll tell you a little secret, which is a bit scary. I haven't told that many I must admit, but when I met her, and it was love, uh, so it was just amazing, and it was all the years we lived together. She's passed, mm. um, but it was it was really. i I'm, imagine this: you start living together, and she answers all the questions you have in your head. God, so I was thinking a lot and she was answering like i was saying it out loud it was really scary i, I was bet. like why why are you saying that she went like but you are asking it i go like i'm not anxious. i'm not saying anything she's like i heard you say it i go like no it sounds like reading a my mind? you
0: should have made an episode if you've ever watched the series black mirror which is on netflix where it's sort of they 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 cast yeah. these stories of what if we had this particular almost power and 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 I think there was something on there she would have been a fabulous ghostwriter for an episode and gone well actually I'll feature in it I mean it's 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 and, and we say yeah. it and, and people may listen and go no how do you do that but I think it's about that instinctiveness that ability to tune in we spoke about this to other frequencies to to what and and it's yeah. You can look at it two ways. For the average Joe like me, you know, I I genuinely have a strong sense and, and it's come from my dad who's a twin and he has it with his twin sister. But things are going to happen yeah. and I, I I go, it's going to happen exactly. tomorrow. And people go, but, but are you, can you see into the future? No, I just have this really strong sense inside of me. So that's probably similar. I mean, obviously she had the clairvoyant it is. background and ability. It is similar. Mm.
1: I mean, clairvoyant people came to Annie from all over. Mm. the world wow okay and all people came just because she was just amazing and she had antennas out that um, it was hard to describe she could sit and say you know what they're talking to us they're talking about us in japan right now i can i can i can hear i can sense it Mm. you're like what (laughs) (laughs) i'm more i'm i'm i know a bit about it but i'm i'm not that skilled, right? So I was yeah. like, "Whoa!" And right enough, within the next few hours or the next day, I would get an email from Japan that they have been discussing things and would like to publish the next book. Mm-hmm. We have eight books there published in Japan, right? Oh, wonderful.
0: So, it's wow. incredible!
1: Yeah, we went there three times to do presentations and lectures and stuff like that. So, and we also went to the States, New York, where I did interview with fifteen journalists when we launched the Energy Self Defense book series. so it's like uh yeah it was like jumping around from consulting and then writing a book and then go there to do lectures and then train somebody here and then (laughs) but such an enriching life carsten compared to you know very much so
0: not not that there's anything i've got anything against this but there's people who will stay in the same job in the same lane of life for for many many years and and i think you know you've you've hopped about but in a good way and it it seems to sort of make sense if that makes sense it's sort of you've you've established your network etc it's
1: um it's we we all live our own lives nothing is right and nothing is wrong Mm -hmm. right but what is right for you is right for you what is right for me is right for me because I consist of something so we we created this personality type indicator model and depending on what what type you are you actually have a preference for how, you communi- how you're how you communicated to and how you communicate and how you act, how you shop, how you drive, how you teach a children, how you do mm-hmm. all kinds of things, all based on this communication and type indicator model, which is really interesting. So what, what there we did was we used my classic skills on people and this uh, clairvoyant skill that Annie had, and then we merged it together as a type indicator to teach people that you can actually, you don't need to do, we've all done these um, analysis, answer all these hundred questions, then we'll tell you who you are, right? Mm. Now, this is, Lauren, this is going to be a little bit scary. I can tell a lot about you by looking at your face.
0: God, we haven't got much makeup on today, Carsten. If I put on more makeup. Uh, you look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, look you. Beautiful. charmer. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I all of this for me you know you mentioned those those um i can't think what the tests are but you know again people can answer those depending on what they want the outcome to be which obviously naturally their boss is going to see right so i always find them very yeah. skewed but i'm interested in the bits about you as a human you know and all of the various attributes exactly. rather than just cuz working is just one one lane, isn't it? But it's, it, and, and is this, 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 forgive me, you've written a book, one of many books, as we know, um, Be a Conscious Leader in Your Own Life. Does that factor in the personality indicator types and and, and how, how do you factor that in your own working life, particularly when you're advising the founders of Ventum? Do you kind of take that and apply it in real life?
1: Yeah, so first, yes, the book, unfortunately, is only in Danish right now. Um, We have lots of other books in English, French, um, in 12 different languages actually we have books in. But that one has not been translated because it's going to be rewritten with a work textbook and everything. But I'm just too busy right now with all kinds of other exciting things. (laughs) But yeah, um, in that book, I write a bit about this personality type indicator what type you are, etc. You can read that through, and you can get an understanding, and then on how you can actually work with the different elements. We work with the four elements: water, f- water, earth, um, fire, uh, air. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you can work with them. So, I I actually also described that a bit in there, and then on the most important thing is how do you actually um, how do you actually change yourself. How do you keep improving yourself? I, I worked on continuous improvement when I was a gardener, and I've always believed that we are here to grow. Right? So how can I grow? How can I continuously improve? And the thing is that when people interact with each other, then we, we impact each other. Right. There's energy going forwards and backwards between us, and we have a lot of history with us. And depending on what you say and how you say it, you can trigger some of my old history.
0: Of course.
1: But if I can remove that trigger, then no matter what you say to me, no matter what you do, as long as you don't cross my boundaries, which if they're healthy, then I won't trigger on it. Mm. Then I will react normally. Then I will say, well, Lauren, please don't say it like that because mm. that's not a nice way to say it. But I won't get angry yeah. because I have no triggers no that trigger. you actually uh, comes out, so it it I come out more balanced. So I've worked a lot about that, with that, and I've been I develop courses around it and teaching people around um, in the Nordic countries, uh, running courses on that also. So changing behavior and finding out, being conscious about how you react and with what strength you react, mm. and when you do it, because if you're in balance all the time, then things are a lot easier in life. Completely.
0: They are. Yeah. I, th- I feel like you need to sort of do a collaboration with dating apps, casting, because I think, you know, a lot of people in their romantic lives, you know, they meet mm. someone that they think, oh, this person would be wonderful. I really like them. And then they, you know, never to be a honeymoon period, as you call it. And then the first argument happens and, and people are going, but that reaction seems too, uh, you know, it seems over the top compared to what the matter at hand. And <laughs> that's that trigger coming out, isn't it? Because you can move to a exactly. different person, but if you don't, if you like clear your history your cash not clear it but you 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 accept it you understand it then it's going to keep coming out even if you meet the best person and then the best person again and and I guess in, in in founding terms in business terms when you're working for instance with the founders of Ventum you know there is that process of accepting if something doesn't quite go to plan and they may well have really put a lot of time and effort into it and thought it was really going to work or a conversation was really going to lead to a piece of business or a new connection if you don't come to it, come to terms, I guess, with the fact that it just didn't work, it doesn't. It's not a reflection on you. It's just life. It's just luck. It just wasn't, you know, wasn't the right timing. I guess for founders, you know, from through the through the eyes of founders, uh, of entrepreneurs, of, of businesses, if they don't accept and come to terms and process that that those, you could argue, mistakes, then when they go to face new challenges, that trigger in the form of those past hurdles might come to haunt them and then people can kind of, I guess, lose confidence, would you say?
1: Yes. So everything we do, we interact with other people, Mm -hmm. right? And when we interact with other people, we impact each other. Imagine if we could all impact each other positively. Yeah. What would happen? You know what? I'll tell you, I think a very interesting little story. The first time I was at I was at this wedding with my aunt was getting married and um, there was a ceremony going on out, outside um, at the waterfront and then we had to walk in. So this woman called Annie later on, quickly got in the door, stood there and shake everybody's hand when they came in. So, so she could just like stand there. That was a smart move, right? Mm-hmm. Quick, smart, typical of her. So she went like, Hello, my name is Annie. Hello, my name is Annie. So I was like, I take a hand and then I feel straight away. I go like, whoa, this is how it should be between all people in the world. Then there will be peace in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine that feeling? So it was like non-judging, all accepting. everything was okay. I just felt like, whoa, through me. And I was like, Wow. And just, I've never met anybody where I thought, if it's like this then there will be peace in the world yeah I was like feeling a little bit silly afterwards because that's such a big
0: might have been a bit of love mixed in there you know love at first sight as well and you know that kind of connection piece but you know what what, what's lovely Carson is every time you talk about Annie you light up I've said this to you before and it's I can just (laughs) I can feel her you're radiating with this sort of admiration and joy and love and you know I think that also says something about you because you know they always say don't they don't work with children animals or family uh because it's always a always a nightmare but for you to work with a partner we worked, you know
1: oh we worked every day it was like we were horrible when we went out and had something to eat at night if we had no kids we have four kids in total oh, wow. that are all they consider themselves as brothers and sisters it's they're my children so when we went out for for dinner or at a cafe or something i would always come home with like you know when they have paper um <laughs> On the, on the table, I would come home with half a paper from the table (laughs) where all these ideas and stuff like that. We would like, it was just go like ideas we could do that we could do that Fabulous. so we came up we could do uh energy self-defense people need to know about this and then we were like yes let's write about that so we created a whole concept and wrote uh eight books or something about energy self-defense for women for men for young adults for love really? couples for sick people etc oh, so
0: know,
1: I it, it. it just went like uh, very productive mm-hmm. extremely productive and courses on yeah. how to communicate and how to change behavior and how to do that, that, that. that. So, and then we had this spiritual side, which was, um, uh, which was Annie's baby. Um, so we trained more than 800 therapists that are actually doing um, this type of certain type of healing thing. Um, and I think more than a million people have been impacted and had sessions there. So I think we sold close to 100,000 books with Annie's name on it. Yeah. I'm a co-writer of 12 books. One of the books, actually two of them, are about love couples. Are they? Interesting. Uh, about finding, we've interested, we've interviewed 10 people that are telling their story of how they found the one and all.
0: Fabulous. Well, I'll definitely pick those <laughs> up. I mean, Carson, I, w- I want to just talk about you, I guess, on, a, on you know, the, obviously off Partners was a personal level, but you in terms of your accomplishments. Mm. I mean, as if, everything we've spoken about is not enough um and it clearly wasn't enough because actually there's a few other bits that you've achieved um mm. and you know yeah. as like i said i've had the benefit of speaking to you previously um and you don't do things by halves really i mean we've we've found that out yeah. already on this in this conversation i'm i'm happy mm-hmm. with a quick walk around the park you know that satisfies me but no can you please um just to finish us off tell our listeners about what you've achieved when it comes to vocational Things, sporting achievements, and so on. Get tell me, tell me more, because this, there's just about. This is the cherry, cherry on top of the cake, if you like, in terms of you, you as a person. Tell me more.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's start when I was twenty and was a little bit tired of school, like some young people are. Then I was um, invited um, to to sail um, in this. With these people I didn't know, um, I had never met, to fly down to Spain and uh, jump on a boat and then sail across the Atlantic. Wow! Um, I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." (laughs) So I was twenty. So um, flew down on this. This was a river boat. We put mast on, and then it was it was uh, rocky, rocking quite a bit. So we sailed down the coast of um, of uh, Spain into the Mediterranean, down the coast of Africa to the and sail across to the Canary Island and then across to the Caribbean. And that was some trip. I mean, we had nothing, right? No toilet. We they, we didn't have really fresh water. It was only in two tanks where we had put too much chlorine in. And then we had a sextant. So I learned how to use the sextant and navigate with the sextant. We had nothing. And then.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. But that was then, right? Young, yeah. um, positive, everything can be done. I always see the half full. So it's like, yes, that's a challenge. Let's do that. Climb down in a, in a volcano that was alive, walked around there, um, sailed with tourists for three months, lived there for three months and jumped boat, and went to the States, no money. It'll be fine. Yeah, managed to get in, <laughs> get to the family. And, and then... Mm, what? When we moved, when I left from, from Australia, um, finished off with Gardner, they wanted me to start with Gardner in, in Europe, but I was like, nah, I've been on a plane so much, I don't want to be on planes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get a job in Denmark. Yeah, yeah, but you can get a job in Denmark. Go like, no, 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 no. It's a European job. I don't want that. So um, ended up by sailing, um, driving out in the Outback, in a four-wheel drive for six months with um, my two children and their mother wow. living, uh, making food over fire and trying not to be eaten by crocs or white sharks <laughs> or brown snakes or drown. The car was almost drowning. Uh. Um, so, yeah, um, done a few crazy things. Um, and then, uh, what is it, sports? Yeah, I've been playing volleyball for 40 years um, on the... Mm, Second highest level, the highest level but not the national team. I never made the national team. I'm too short. But I jumped a lot and I jumped high and I've been training like a mad. I still train. I train every morning. Wow. Six thirty in the morning I train. Gosh, I did not
0: know that. Gosh, Carsten, they don't—they don't make yeah. them like you anymore. I can confidently say that <laughs> after this conversation. I mean, where did you come from? Are oh. you actually a human being? Uh, I mean, what—what what a wonderful uh, way to to finish. It's—it's it's been a genuine pleasure to speak to you today, Carsten, and thank you so much for being open and sharing. Uh, your life it's
1: always a pleasure talking to you oh. always you're
0: so kind oh bless you that's very very kind thank you well look um we will hopefully speak to you again in the future as you progress through uh your journey with omnia and, and and you know with ventum in particular which i very much look forward to um but thank you once again thank you for your time thank you for your honesty and your openness and and we we shall speak to you soon my pleasure And listeners, thank you for tuning in once again. Please remember to rate, review and subscribe.